If you've never played a game that's so much fun it's impossible to put down, then you've never played Best Fiends. Best Fiends is the best Match 3-style mobile puzzle game out there. It's basically an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one. Most of the Match 3 games on the market are just the same old format with different colors, and maybe cookies instead of candies. But Best Fiends is different. You play through an actual storyline, complete with adorable, collectible characters called fiends. As you get further along in the game, you'll watch your fiends grow from wee baby versions of themselves into full-grown characters. The more you play, the more powerful and helpful your fiends become. So if you're tired of crushing the same old candy, give Best Fiends a try. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, episode number 328. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karka, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media. Ah, how's your week going, my friend? My week is just crazy good. It's, good. it's been a good week. Excellent. Lots of, lots of work, lots of stuff to do. It's one of those uh, super productive kind of weeks that you wish every week was like. They make you feel so good, don't they? I just wish yeah. I had that that drive all the time. I mean, some people I know do, and it's so envious. I'm just so envious of them. I just, it's amazing. They, and, and they seem a lot happier for it. <laughs> so, you're, so, you're, so you're telling us you're basically lazy. Oh, there are moments. <laughs> there are definitely moments. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> uh, maybe to other people it wouldn't look lazy, but to me it feels it. Uh, I'd love to keep up a higher level of, of activity. But, uh, well, you know, we never stop working us. Owners. That is true. Well, lots to talk about. We couldn't find, like you just said, we, we couldn't find any uh, new questions. Come on, people. Questions, questions. Yeah, let's get some new questions, guys. <laughs> and Always gals. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, you know, the first first story here I thought was really neat. Um, I didn't uh, see I, this one. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Um, it's about Facebook and how it's getting serious about local businesses and actually is giving Google a a pretty good run for their money, or at least it appears as though they will be. Now, obviously not yet, but um, the fact is, obviously, Facebook has a massive following, and it's been losing some of its share. Um, I, I guess a lot of people just, especially with all this the stuff going on with the, the past um, um, voting scandals and such, that it, it yeah. got a bit of a bad rap, and I think people were just vacating. Wasn't it just like a month or so ago that Google surpassed Facebook again for being the number one source of traffic? For a long time, Facebook was like the number one source of traffic, and Google finally surpassed them again because they, they lost some of that. Mm, interesting. I know I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, according to the Search Engine Land article, uh, they're, they're citing that they have about 2 billion monthly users, nothing to smirk at, and uh, and we all know the engagement's pretty high uh, for at least – 
the active users. Yep. So uh, that's that's impressive. Um, anyway, what they've done is, uh, you may have noticed Marketplace within uh, Google. I mean, sorry, within Facebook. And and Marketplace uh, it was a place for people to post anything they have for sale, kind of like a, a Craigslist concept. Um, and it kind of slumped the first time it came out. Oh, I've sold stuff on it and I've bought stuff on it. It's pretty amazing. I love Marketplace. Yeah, well, it's improved a lot, and that's that's kind of the point here. When it first came out, apparently it was not so good. Um, I mean, first they originally launched it in 2007. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought it was only a couple years old. Yeah, so they relaunched it in 2016. And gotcha. yes, it has been better, a lot better. Um, but what they've they've done, um, well, they've got some examples here. I won't get into like some of the stats, although they are kind of intriguing. Uh, what the hell? Uh, total visits, <laughs> engagement uh, for Facebook. I, I think this is kind of a false positive here. They're comparing Facebook to Craigslist in terms of total visits. Well, naturally, Craigslist won't be as high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's one thing here. But they, I guess what they wanted to show is there's a lot of potential, uh, the writer. So I would have liked to see the comparison between Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace specifically. Yes, if only. That would be great. Um, anyways, uh, Facebook has opened up the marketplace to dealerships, automotive dealerships. And by doing so, uh, they've managed to add vehicle listings from inventories. Um, and they've also updated filters to allow users to do more descriptive searches for vehicles and dealerships in their area. Uh, now, what they here to quote them, it's by working through third-party publishers, Facebook also has a way of vetting dealerships with credible publishers instead of taking on the task itself, unquote. Now, that's the beginning of some, a really good point coming up here, and that's the beginning of, of Facebook having an edge over Google in vetting. So next here, um, it talks about uh, making uh, Facebook a major step for as a commercial destination. And that is, uh, and to quote here, it announced the launch of home services on Marketplace. Now, users can find service providers such as plumbers and house cleaners by applying search filters to narrow their interests, just as one would on Google. End quote. So all this is pulled together into one beautiful thing. And I think this is really, truly a no-brainer. On Facebook, I'll quote again because it's a well, really well-written article. On Facebook, you can more reliably vet merchants through the power of reviews by other users, either through people you know or through people you can contact to discuss their experiences with the business. On the other hand, Google, like Yelp, struggles to contain fake reviews, unquote. How true is that? I mean, Google is having a hell of a time. <laughs> and they're not even doing a good job of trying, it seems, to, to work on it. Struggling is a very nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So Facebook really does have an edge here that you know, hadn't even been on my radar. Except except because it's not on the radar, it's also not on the radar of the people doing the fake reviews. Once they realize and yeah. they, they, they start working it, Facebook will have the very similar problem to what Google and Yelp they, and other places have. I don't think if you just consider all of the um, interact interactivity data, it's the last word I wanted to use, but anyway, um, the behavioral data or use of users, I, I would think with all that data Facebook has, it'll be easy, easier, much easier to sift out the fake ones. Possibly, but I, I think the advantage they have for reviews is the idea that you there's no way I can go on Google and just see reviews from my friends. 
right? I just get the reviews they they show me. If if Facebook leverages that, and and you know, and I'm sure they would, to to show me reviews from people I actually know, that makes a bigger difference. Well, didn't they? Or maybe that was the Google Plus days, but it used to say um, these people who you know um, had liked and used the same business. Yeah, that's that was the the, the Google Plus thing. Yeah. Okay. Can't keep track of what's still going on. It's not, um, yeah. uh, especially in those little minutia. Um, anyway, um, they've also established Messenger as a quick follow-through tool for people to contact each other and merchants. Um, mm-hmm. That's true as well. Now, again, that's a little more difficult. Uh, I've, I've briefly considered, I, I, I revisited occasionally, adding some kind of a chat tool to stepforth.com to our site for anyone wanting to talk about marketing. But the fact is I've got contact forms on my page that say absolutely no third party contact, you know, other than people who want to talk about business and 99% of the content coming through is still garbage. People. Yeah. I, I, I can use, I would use the messenger to talk to someone that like a person selling something. I don't think I would use it to talk to a business. Yeah. But, but to me, the marketplace once it starts getting really commercialized, when there's lots of businesses pushing stuff, I will probably stop using it. To me, it's much better as a as an online garage sale, right? If I want to pub, if I want to post something, or I want to look for people that are selling locally for certain things, that makes a much more sense. Then once they start opening up to all this commercial stuff, and now I start seeing all these other things, if I'm looking for um, you know, somebody selling a lawnmower. I want to say, see used lawnmowers that somebody around me is selling. I don't want to see Home Depot and Lowe's and all that stuff. That's not what I'm looking for. Well, and I think that'll all be part of what they d- discover if they really need to do that um, as they work through the system. They need to keep this edge. They were losing some market share there. So I would expect they're going to always keep that somewhat powerful and, and then work the commercial in as carefully as possible. Um it's, it is an edge, and I think it's a pretty powerful one. Um, until Google takes fake reviews more seriously, and obviously they've at least taken an upper hand. I think it was a few weeks ago they started to talk about lawsuits against uh, these companies that are going um, and faking fake reviews, right. uh, or making fake reviews, I should say. That's, you know, that's good, but it's only a small step, in my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and pretty interesting. I love to hear that, you know, from an SEO perspective, what is that going to mean, right? From Facebook, uh, and that's it's not there yet. You know, there's not much to say, but I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, be interesting to see how that goes. Still sucks. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Saying. What's that? I said their search still sucks. I'm just saying. Oh, it's it's it's, it's practically non-existent. I have no idea what yeah. they're thinking with all that data. Like, what the hell? It's yeah, just inconceivable. Uh, and you you know they must have ex Googlers on staff. Why aren't they listening to them? Why aren't they getting this stuff in play? I, I just don't get it. I, and I've, we've talked about this before. And I think the big difference in their 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 problem with search is that there's so much content that is not searchable because it's only supposed to be seen by connections and friends. And it's not public. There's a lot of public stuff out there, but a lot of it is not. And and how do you how do you segment between searching public and searching, you know, private? It's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can all imagine ways to do it, but how realistic is it from a resource perspective? <laughs> yeah, we we can imagine it, but we're not imagining it at scale of you know two and a half billion users and you know the scale that they have to deal with. 
Yeah. I just can't imagine what that scale would look like trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, it'd be one thing just to to surf um, and search public content, which they still haven't done a good job of. That that should be a no-brainer. But when it comes to uh, you doing a search within your network, which which is only allowed to search within people you're friends with, right. and perhaps public. Yeah, that that's a bit of a nightmare. I would but there's been there's been plenty of times that I remember seeing a post that one of my friends posted three or four days ago, and I can't find it anymore. And there's no <laughs> way I can even search for it. I'll go to their page to look for it, and sometimes that works, but sometimes they've posted twenty seven thousand things since I last saw it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Ross, yeah, <laughs> I <have> my moments. <laughs> <laughs> I use it as my 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 chuckle depot. I love it. I go crazy yep. and just howl all the time. That's one of my it's, it's funny they'll get i'll get these like spurts of ross posts so all of a sudden i'll look at my phone and there's like 12 ross posts all in a row and then <laughs> posts. It's i'm like, here i'm alive yeah. <laughs> uh yes i've been staring at a computer screen all day now i want to stare at my phone and make funny things and then move on yeah. <laughs> a lot okay well let's move on to the next bit here google links to your site metric well oh here you better read this i didn't yeah okay um, so in Search Console, there's a tool that that, uh, that links to your site, and, and there's it, it tells you how many links are, there are to your site, and it gives you some information about them. And I've been seeing this on some Facebook groups, and apparently Barry saw it on, on the forums. But people are complaining that the number of links Google's reporting for their site has dropped significantly. And it's this is something that used to happen all the time. If I don't remember if you remember. Ross, and it's just there was there was an ongoing just everybody knew in the SEO community that the number of links that they report inside of Webmaster Tools is never accurate. They never tell you about all the links they know about, and that's been kind of lost in the past few years. I haven't heard people talking about that in a while, and I think people are just starting to assume that they're telling us everything they know, but they don't really do that, and they haven't ever that I recall. I don't think anyone believes they do. They yeah. just don't like it when they see a drop that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so but, but a lot of people have been, say, been talking about, hey, how come my links have dropped? And it's just, it's just par for the course with Google. You know, people have started looking at them closer, I guess, recently to start seeing it. But that's not something new. That, that's happened for a long time. Yeah. Just uh, If you're seeing that in, in your um, Webmaster Tools, don't worry that say, oh, what happened to my site? Something happened. All my links are gone. That's not the case. Google's just messing with the numbers like they always have. It's better to, to track, if you're tracking that kind of stuff, how many links you have, it's better to use one of the third-party tools like um, Hrefs or Majestic or uh, Open Open Directory. Is it the Open Directory? No, Open. No. What's, what's one Moz does? There's open, link re oh, open, oh source? Uh, open Site open, Explorer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Open Site Explorer. Yeah, or if you really, really have a budget, uh, Link Research Tools does a good job too. Yeah, but, but those kind of pricey. tools, yeah, those kind of tools are better. If you want to track that, don't use Webmaster Tools or Search Console. Use use a third party tool. Yeah, I mean it's certainly something that you can look at, and just don't expect it to be everything. That's all. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break, and uh, we've got uh, a number of stuff before we get to the Mueller files. SEO One Hundred One will be back right after recess. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because 
this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. All right. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Is it dropping the meta tag description length warnings? So you know how you go, you can go into the HTML and it'll tell you you have uh, meta descriptions. You have this many or too long or this many or too short. They'll do the same thing for titles, but they're keeping the titles one. They're getting rid of the meta descriptions one, mainly because their official stance these days is there is no recommended length for meta descriptions. Um, and I think that's really directly tied to the fact that they're rewriting them all anyway, or as many as they want, <laughs> right? So, and, and and I think we talked about this. Somebody was saying they were been writing long meta descriptions on purpose, um, so that that Google can take from those because they'll rewrite the meta description and they'll pull stuff off the page. If you have a really long meta description, um, they might just take a portion of that meta description that's most relevant to that particular search query and use that um, a different search query where that page shows up, they might use a different part of your description as, as the description. So uh, they're, they're not saying they're removing the tool because they don't think there's a specific length anymore. They're saying there's no real length. Just put what you want. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, next up, Google PageSpeed page speed Insights now aggregates speed data for origin sites. So this is kind of nice it's a it's a peek at something else that's coming up here we're going to talk about um I, I believe this has a connection to consolidation of all even subdomains or is it just triple w versus non-triple w that's a good question they just i'd have to read the article deeper to oh. see if they broke that out <laughs> to read the article <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should probably do that too <laughs> uh, 
Okay, well, go on. You did read more of it than I did, although I'm looking at it now. <laughs> so basically, basically PageSpeed's Insights now has the ability, if you, you normally you just put your domain in, hit the button, and it, it runs the report and gives it to you. There's another way to add your domain now, kind of like you do in search results where you do site colon. If you do origin colon, then put your full domain, what it'll do is it will do an aggregate site speed for your entire site, not just the one page that you're looking at. Oh, that so, so it gives you a, a pretty interesting overview of your site as a whole, which I always thought was interesting because whenever I was doing this, I'm looking at a site, I was like, well, I can I can do the homepage. That'll tell me what's happening on the homepage. What if there's a page somewhere deeper that's giving me more problems, like a, a, a shopping cart page or a category page? I have to, And I really don't have the resources and the time to go check the site speed for every single page on the site, right? So you'll spot check a few. This is great because then it, it'll, I haven't done it yet, so I haven't seen the results, but it does the aggregate view and tells you for your whole site here's what your 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 insights look like it's just it's too bad the page speed insights can't be taken more seriously uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i've been using i've been using gt metrics for the past year or so and i for page speed that to me is the the killer tool interesting uh, okay well it is certainly something people look at and if, if this i doubt it does but if this does improve any by any stretch the quality of the result like a, you know a better idea of how everything is so well, that's good uh, i just don't have i'm not going to put money on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah true it won't make me switch back no so this is pretty cool i think everyone was jumping for joy in our our geeky uh industry but search console has uh again this is the search console show it seems has uh increased well with the beta coming out uh is it already out the beta yeah the, the, yeah it is that's right that's what we were talking about last week yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway it's gonna it, it includes 16 months of historical data i think right now what is it uh six months no i don't i think it's 90 days oh 90 days right so yeah. That's the standard. Sixteen months is pretty phenomenal, and that'll be available via API as well. Which well, they, well um, the interesting thing is that when they launched it in in Search Console, it was it was the uh, sixteen months in Search Console. If you logged in via your desktop or your mobile or whatever, the API was still at ninety days. What they did this week is they actually updated the API to also be at sixteen months, which was great. I uh, gotcha. So, yeah. Well, that that is awesome. I mean. Uh, that means all of your online tools, when they get the update to benefit from this, if they haven't already done it, um, that's a lot of history you have to leverage now. Uh, what you do with it is another thing, but uh, more data, I guess, the better. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Certainly for, for uh, sites with or businesses with teams of people that are looking at this stuff uh, carefully. Small business, not so much, but it's still helpful, especially when we're doing <laughs> forensic audits and, and trying to figure out what happened to a site. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now the next next bit was on is on Weblight. Uh, yeah, we talked we talked about Weblight recently, and and Weblight is still a little bit confusing to a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of questions about what it does and what it do, doesn't do. But one of the big questions out there right now is, does Weblight impact your rankings at all? And this was asked. Um, and apparently, the, the the direct answer is no. It doesn't have any impact on your rankings because basically what it is it's kind of like a it's kind of like amp 
like we talked about last week, where they'll make a lighter version of your page to display specifically for people with low bandwidth or uh, older phones and computers that can't handle some of the higher bandwidth stuff out there right now. Um, but that doesn't happen. It happens on the fly. So you get the search results first, and then when you click through, the the light the the light web stuff takes impact. So it doesn't have any real impact on the rankings because basically the rankings happen first. Yeah. To answer that question. It, it, it would be horrifying if it did have its impact. <laughs> yes, it, God, it, it would make it, no it, sense. And I think a lot of people are relating it to site speed because it is a much faster page. And you know, everybody talks, well, well, speed has an impact on rankings, but not in this particular case because it's the rankings first, and then it makes a, a faster page um, for those people that need it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, this next bit coming up, uh, Brasco, can you like, do a fanfare audio, or, or sorry, Ricky, can you do like fanfare or something? We need some sort of music for this. Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> this is so phenomenal. We Although can do a drum roll. <laughs> yeah, they're not saying it's done yet, but just the fact that they're finally talking about this is an epic. So, Google Search Console, as many know, um, when you add your website, you're supposed to add the multiple versions of your website so that you can claim it. Uh, so you'll need the triple W version and the non-triple W version, and it's a pain in the arse because you end up having multiple listings in your search console. And if you're dealing with a number of sites, it becomes a mess, and it's time-consuming too. Uh, well, yay, they're talking about consolidating them automatically. Yes. And, and you, and it's great because they already have this technology because you could do that at the domain level right now. You can verify a site at the domain level and everything automatically becomes verified. So they kind of already know how to connect this stuff. But in the interface will be really amazing to have all this stuff. And they also said they were, were going to add filters. So if you really wanted to break it down by different things, what does my www versus my non-www look like? What does my HTTP versus HTTPS look like? You'll still be able to do that through the filters. So it's exciting, if as long as it comes to pass as they are pitching it. Yeah, I noticed people saying, please don't do it. I'm like, what? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, you know what? It's fine. If there are incidences where it shouldn't be done, then just ex accept that those are incidences where you need some sort of an opt-out option. But don't ruin it for everyone because <laughs> I need this. <laughs> oh, my God, my search console will be so much cleaner and so much easier to use, even if they just allowed us to bundle them into groups i can't i don't know if any, if i ever showed you my search console uh when i was at advance where we had 800 clients plus all of our properties and oh. it was unbelievably hard to find what you were looking for i mean they have the search filter in there the search feature but still it was just a mess that yeah that's awful uh, well thanks um all right well let's take a quick break and we've got a few more mueller files SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. WebmasterRadio.fm 
is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Cartcut, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Okay, Google Treats. <laughs> All right, you jump into this one again. Yeah, Google. So, so there's some questions out there about um, how Google treats hreflang, because there's a couple ways you can implement hreflang. One is in the sitemap file, and one is in HTML on the pages itself. And depending on your site and how many pages you have and your structure, one might be easier to do than the other to actually implement hreflang. But their question came up to, to John is, um, is one better than the other? Um, if, if I have a choice and both are the same, which one should I pick? And basically, John um, said, we treat them exactly the same. So whichever one you want to do, go for it. There's not going to have any difference on how we interpret them. So it's basically just which is easier for you to implement. They're going to be treated the same way. Right. And uh, for those that don't know, uh, we won't get into the detail, but hreflang is used to describe the language of the content um, being provided and and allow Google to interpret which one is which. Mm -hmm. And the location as well in many cases. Right. Now, I wanted to jump into this. I didn't. Oh, I did too. Because I I think I came in late and it would have been weird, but it's it's hilarious. Um, So uh, over on Twitter, John Mueller posted about wanting to to get better at riding a bike. He's he's he was he's riding his bike and people are passing him and he's like I need to get better at riding my bike. And as SEOs do, we kind of you know, we need a break every now and then. This is such a geeky thing. I, I know. So, started, so, so people started giving him suggestions. Um, well, one first guy was, of, what, did, what, what did he say here? He says, I've started cycling to work, and sadly, people pass me all the time. I know I should really just work on becoming a better cyclist, but I'd like to know which of these factors I should focus on to improve my Strava ranking. Number one, light and low CW handlebars. CW? I don't know what that means. Uh, next one, spoke density. Next one, improve bike, rider, weight. <laughs> Next one, yeah. better username for click-through rate. <laughs> I yeah. just tell you, this is so geeky. Anyway. The best it. one was someone's talking about improving his bike and said, you need a better chain. And John wrote back, he said, so what you're saying is I need stronger links. <laughs> and it just went from there. It was, it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> It's, it's all about lean budget. I love it. Yeah, it's great. So and I posted it in our community, SEO 101 community. So feel f- 
go through, go to the community, click through. It's a great read if you got <laughs> yeah, some time to kill and you want to, you want to chuckle. Headless this, someone recommends. He says, are you saying I can play for top rankings? <laughs> 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 oh this is such great seo geekiness i love it yeah uh, it's a blast and he knows that speed is a ranking factor <laughs> <laughs> oh good john good one john glad you sure I, I, I like the guy the guy that told him to shave all his body hair <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. yeah we're gonna go there anyway <laughs> Well, we don't have any questions, so that's the end of the show. I hope uh, everyone enjoyed that. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 podcast on Google. You can also reach me by email at ross at stepforth.com, where you can also request uh, a, a free review, if you'd like, of what you're up to. Uh, we do I do that personally with you, so let me know if you do need that. We have a, a link on stepforth.com, and I can look at your site and... You know, we just discuss stuff. Anyway, it's always fun. I love listening and, and getting to know our, our, our listeners. Anyway, uh, you can also reach John via Twitter, at John Carcut. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on Webmaster Radio. Thanks for The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.